0: You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Whoa, well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And
1: how was your weekend?
0: It was super chill. I didn't do much this weekend. I didn't want to do much this weekend. hmm So, basically, I just did laundry, watched TV, slept, finished a book. You oh, know. what
1: book did you finish?
0: I don't remember the name of it. It was some sort of, like, kind of like a rom-com in a book. Mm-hmm. I like romance novels. I need to get
1: back on my reading. I and I off.
0: also like suspense novels. hmm but the one I had, it was some sort of romance novel. Um, typically I don't like I hate even saying this. Typically I do not like black authors in the romance genre because I mm. find that the way they the way they write or the subject matters is very stereotypical. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. So a lot of the romance novels are are authors that are not black. Mm-hmm. She was someone I read about. Um, her name is Jasmine something, and her books got on a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. She was in like Reese Witherspoon's book club thing. Yeah, and her books are ruins. but it's like, it's like this is what I want to see for my people. Sometimes, like if you yeah. want to write about the stereotypical drug dealer, whatever, fine. <laughs> But I don't want to. Her yeah. books, you know, I, I don't want to. One, it's not reflective of my life. I can't relate to that in any yeah. way. Yeah. And so her books to me are just better. And plus, look, obviously in the romance department, there are love scenes. Mm-hmm. Now look, back in the day, yeah, I would read Lil Zane. Who didn't?
1: As an <laughs> older,
0: it's too much. <laughs> I want, like... Sex, but not like oh wow. Realistic, yes, well, and yeah, not so yeah. graphic. <laughs> Soften up a little bit. <laughs> Stuff gushing out. I want to oh. read that. I want to read that. You know what I mean? Make it nice. Make it romantic. And that's how the scenes were. <laughs> gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just—it's like you don't gotta write all that.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Um, Friday, I just hung out a little bit. Saturday, I went to Litnick, and then, um, I went to my brother's final show of, um, Little Shop of Horrors. It was really, really good. Um, and then, today, I just, like, did laundry. I had a meeting, <clears throat> and then I'm here. So, it wasn't too much of a busy weekend. It was kind of chill, but, you know, I still got out the house a little bit without spending too much money. Um. Uh, so, what's going on in media? So, sorry guys, it wasn't right in front of me. Mm.
0: But let's start with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Just an update. Yes. You heard the Joe Button. Mhm. What was your thoughts?
1: Much calmer. Um, right. I don't think. <clears throat> I feel like they didn't cover everything, to be honest. I feel like it was very brief, and they just did it as, like... It seems like mostly a follow-up to the...
0: Queen radio. To Queen
1: radio, yeah. Um, so it wasn't, like, too intense. I feel like Joe and Nikki are cool. Like, they don't have much beef now. Um, but I don't feel like much was necessarily resolved either. Mm-hmm. I think they're just like, Fine, whatever, we're cool now. Like no beef. Um, so yeah, nothing like No new fit. facts, no yeah. new Yeah. Yeah.
0: So since Nikki is just calling everyone out, you know, she mentioned Charlemagne, she mentioned the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and she mentioned how she was banned but she would love to be invited. And so the Breakfast Club basically was like, You're not banned, yeah. you're never banned. <laughs> Um, so I do wonder if she will make an appearance. Since,
1: I feel like she will. Since
0: now it seems like she is, She's like, her calling whoever out, whoever want to talk.
1: And all, they, because, um, Envy and Charlene was going back and forth, like, I love Nikki. No, I love Nikki. Like, now they all just like, no, we love you, blah, blah, So I'm sure within the next week or so, she'll be on the breakfast club. And I club. am, I definitely will be watching that one. Yeah, I watch it um, every day.
0: So, yeah. and just speaking of the breakfast club. I saw a clip and I do feel like sometimes they could do better with the questions they ask people. Mm-hmm. You saw the one where he said it was about um young Miami mm-hmm. from you know, from the City Girls and D J Envy was like, you know, what was more shopping shocking, you know, the shooting or her pregnancy, like <laughs> were you trying to be funny? When I tell you they looked at him like what what, kind of what, what type of yeah. I actually thought wow you probably thought that was going to be really funny like I knew, like in his mind he probably thought he was going to get a chuckle <laughs> but the awkwardness from that clip I was like you got to work on that you got to work on that yeah but sometimes I feel like he be asking the dumbest questions anyway well
1: I think also what they usually do is they be asking questions they already know the answer to but they're doing it of course for the rest of the world to know the answer but oftentimes, I think that they don't be listening to one another, and they'll ask something repetitive, or they'll ask something that is not directly that's not related to what they were just talking about. It's like they take Definitely. a whole turn. I'm like, whoa! Like we was not going the down chemistry? this fast. Where's, yeah.
0: where's the unity?
1: Right, right, right. So I think sometimes, and Angela, she's usually the one that be like, he just said, like, no, she, she be listening. calling him out, but like, she
0: the one who like do research yeah, she and actually her papers printed. Right. Every time I read him. Book book, That's what already. I'm saying. Like she actually prepares herself. Yeah. And I just feel
1: like And Charlemagne he just be like, I don't watch that stuff. I don't know. Like <laughs> he just be clueless half the time. So I don't know. But
0: <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> I feel like what was really um spoken about the most is Jay-Z.
1: Yes, Lord.
0: Um. So this is my last bit. Actually, I have one more, and then I'll be done. Mm-hmm. But this one, Jay-Z is partnering with the NFL for entertainment and social justice um, initiatives. Mm-hmm. And will reportedly co-produce the Super Bowl halftime show. So obviously, I think that caught a lot of people off guard. Mm-hmm. Because he... Um, you know, he said no to them for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, stories saying he was telling other people in the industry to tell them no yeah. um, in support of, it seemed, of Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So when we hear this now, people are like, what? <laughs> right. Um, so you have people who think. I feel like it's two sides of the argument. There are people who think he's a sellout. Mm-hmm. Capitalism. Mm-hmm. It, you know, they just offered him a bigger check, so now he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people on the other side that are saying, um, give him more credit. He's being strategic. Mm-hmm. There's something else in the works. We may not know it yet, right. but that's why he's opting in. Right. What are your thoughts?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think that if, What he's saying... Because he said in the interview... I think they didn't release the whole interview yet... But they released some clips that... Yeah, I did see the clips. Like, you protest... And then after the protest, you ask for change... Like, you make your demands... Which I agree with... So if that's what his... This strategy is all about... I think it could have been communicated better... Instead of it being like... Oh, partnership with the NFL... Because that catches everyone off guard... It could have been him saying like... all right, guys, we protested for this many years... Um, I've been speaking with them and they want to make some changes within the organization and I'm going to help them make those changes, which I think is what he was trying to do with that interview, but he should have did that first before the announcement came out. Like, I think he should have prepared everybody and he wouldn't have gotten as much backlash and he knew he was going to get backlash and that's why they did the interview, but don't release the interview after the announcement. You gotta, you gotta be upfront with it and be like, look, all right. Where's the PR professional? Facts. And so I think that's part of it. Also, I think another part of it is in this, there's some debate about this of whether or not he spoke to Kaepernick before doing this. Yeah, some story says he has not. Right, right. And Kaepernick, I think his wife or fiance, I don't know if they're married or not. She said that he did not. So my thing is, I would have thought that he would have, Respect the person in. that started all of this to and say this is what I, I want to
0: do, and
1: even including him in all of this, you know what I mean. And if Kaepernick didn't want to be a part of it, then cool, but at least have a conversation with the man because that's that was the catalyst to all of this. Even happening. well, if his
0: lady said it, then that's true, she right. ain't
1: lying, right? He didn't
0: speak with him then,
1: right? So, I think it's a, a couple of parts, and then yes, uh, Jay Z is a capitalist, period. Yes, he does want to make money. Now, is that to say that? He's not going to make sure changes happen while he make this money. Not necessarily. But yeah, he's not going to do nothing that don't make money. Like, he's a businessman. Like, he... Everybody knows that. It's Jay-Z. And Um, then the other thing,
0: just in, in regards to just celebrity... Uh, especially black celebrity when it comes to social injustice. Mm-hmm. I know this may be hard for y'all to realize, but like they don't have to do anything. Right. And I know that like we feel that, you know, they have so much money, they have influence, why aren't they? They don't have to. Right. And that's something like I don't know nobody really wants to like think Continent about it like that, but like it's the truth. Mm mm-hmm. Just because you have a lot of money, don't mean you have to give back. It's nice that you do, and I mm-hmm. think it's wonderful that people do. And, and even I know sometimes when they
1: do, it's just for a tax break. Like let it me is, <laughs> and um, and I
0: know that. Once again, I feel like people get so attached to celebrity. Like, yeah. yes, he, yes, he's a billionaire. Yes, he's not gonna have all that money. He's not gonna spend all that money his lifetime. That is true. Right. That still don't mean he got to give it away like free pancakes, right? And I know that's tough for people to hear, but, like, he mm-hmm. don't. And honestly, if you were in his position, I, I know would you... Would you? Would you? Right. Because we all sit and we think about what would we do if we had that much money. But we don't know. And nope. I guarantee you for a fact, I don't I don't believe most people would... I think people would give back.
1: Yeah. The
0: average person would give back. Mm-hmm. But I still think you would keep a lot more in your pot than you Absolutely. think
1: so. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Because in as many people... <clears throat> as i feel like people that are not necessarily wealthy like to say that they're socialists but make them wealthy and see if they still socialist right most people won't be they'll become capitalists because you get that amount of money and no you don't want to hand it all out who does no, you want to like, keep it and you want to have a money. big house and you, you wanna don't ever want to you want to have a butler. like you and you never
0: want to go back to when you didn't have money
1: right facts so, so. sometimes
0: i like i don't like that people attach that that to a celebrity where you have to... I think it's great when any public figure uses their platform and influence for good. Yeah. But it isn't requirements, depending on what they are to be in the public eye. Mm-hmm. He was a rapper and a
1: businessman. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is a singer. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't forget that he sold drugs to get to where he was, to start his business, to then, you know, go clean, blah, blah, all that kind of thing. But... Like, let's be honest, he started this because he wanted to make money. He's not just doing this just for the passion of it, like. (laughs) And so, because some people are like, so do we stop boycotting now? For me, no. I need to actually see change for me to turn on a game again. Agreed. Um, I do think some people will now be like, oh, boycott over and run back to the TV. But most
0: people boycott been over. Let's call it spay to spay here. Yeah. Uh, while people still support Colin Kaepernick, they were absolutely watching football and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not even saying you're a bad person for doing so. Because right. you know what? Speak, speaking of stuff like this, even with like the Trump and they're like, these following restaurants are, mm-hmm. and you don't want to eat there, then don't eat there. But right. I got to be honest with you. It's pretty darn tough. You don't know who supports him. And a lot That's of them support true. him secretly yeah. and if information wasn't going to be released like even with certain restaurants they didn't want that release right because they know the backlash they would get yeah and i think sometimes it puts us in a tough position because you don't want to feel like you're supporting it but like the truth of the matter is where your money is going you have no idea whether or not they support his campaign or any other things that you may not unless agree you're going to
1: be very strategic about how you spend it most people aren't that strategic. right unless you're really doing tough
0: research work. Every dollar you spend, mm. what is it going to? Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is, and if you care that much, then you need to think about how is stuff made? Mm. Where are the factories? Where are the labor? Yes. It's such a full spectrum thing that will probably drive the average person nutty Yes, because there's so many, <laughs> yes. ba- you know, so many bumps and so many ways it's of like trying to make already... sure it's genuinely right. Yes. So you do your best. Frankly, yes. it's all to say you do your best. And I think at the end of the day, I think it's most important to think about your own impact because we mm-hmm. all have influence too. Yeah, even the nobodies or the people who work out nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, you hope that people will use that platform to do well, but at the end of the day, I don't want to see people sitting in the comments complaining about that and not doing anything in their community. Right. Facts. That's yeah. just how I feel about it. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes with social injustice as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm my boycott is not done. I'm not watching football again until i legit see change and the change for me is because i mean let's be honest the nfl can try to do things to you know impact police brutality but the whole way that we got here is because they would not let their players speak out for what they believed in exactly so i need to see that change for me to be able to watch again i need to see The player be able to speak about what they want to speak about that doesn't necessarily go along with all of the owners and not get penalized for it. That's what I need to see in order for me to continue to watch football again. And Jay Z having this um, platform does not necessarily mean that change is going to happen. So because he's one person, yeah, with his team, but you know know there are so many other
0: and you don't know what the deal is. Yeah, we don't know. We know highs. We don't know exactly what the deal is in the first place. Right. So,
1: time will tell, but... Yeah. For me, it's a wait and see. I'm not bashing Jay-Z for me it. either. But I'm also not in favor of it. So, I'm just... I feel I'm like I'm in the middle. I
0: just feel like I don't know. An, I feel like I don't know enough for me to make my decision yet. Mm-hmm. So, I'm definitely for you. Like, I just want to see what's about to happen. What are these initiatives? Mm-hmm. What's the rollout? What's the impact? And do
1: the owners and the rest of the NFL actually believe in this ish? Or are they just doing it as a PR stunt?
0: it probably is a PR stunt. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but <laughs> you know what for me, if it's actually helping the cause, then I'm not mad. Then at I'm it. not going to be upset at agree. It. if it's actually making real impact, agree. but their only reason is for PR, but people are actually being helped, things are being done, then I'll take
1: it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: So lastly, I wanted to speak about unless you have anything mm-hmm. is weight watchers. Mhm. And they have a kids program.
1: Oh. (laughs) Where were you when
0: I needed you? (laughs) So this is a... So I have to say, that is not the majority. Really? Oh, they don't like it. That is not the majority, Sydney. Um, (laughs) People are... um, the backlash really no, Sydney, they don't like that. Oh, wow, they don't like that. But childhood obesity is an issue, they don't like that. They, I've read several articles from parents, from certain doctors, obviously what? from influencers, bloggers. They think it's horrible, they don't think children should be on diets. Um, they're, well, they're saying, and then I saw like a couple bloggers, like plus size bloggers you know, speaking about the experience of being on on a diet as a childhood, as a child, and um, some people spoke out of how being on a diet as a kid led to them having eating disorders, things like that. So, the majority of people of the outpour that I have seen yeah. is negative.
1: And so, okay. So, I understand some of this as a person that was on diets as a child. But however, like, at the same time, if we keeping it a buck, Nobody should be on diets. Everybody should just have healthy lifestyles. But in America, where, you know, we mass produce food and where fast food is easy access and the cheap, it's hard to not have to go on a diet at least once in your life. And that's the reality. And sometimes being on a diet is the catalyst to a lifestyle change. So if that's what kids need, then cool. Should they feel pressured to do so? No, absolutely not. But I'm not against um, a parent... If, or if it, even if a kid asks to be on weight watchers, I'm not against that. If they're trying to change their lifestyle, I'm I, not against that at all. I, I think it, you do have to be very careful how you go about it. Maybe with some therapy in there too. But um, no, I don't necessarily think this is a bad thing.
0: Well, I think a lot of um, I think at least people sharing their experience, they didn't ask to go on one. Yeah. Okay. So I think. Yeah, that's different. If there's a difference. Um, you know you will have some people who were made to you know eat a certain way they ha- they their parents may even go to a fat camp, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and so they obviously, have the position
1: <laughs> I was asking send me to fat camp <laughs> so, so yeah, the I position think position different. is
0: different <laughs> i don't I don't think there needs to be weight Watchers for kids. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. um you know, I saw some of the screenshots of how they track it and mm-hmm. how the kid would do. I, I don't think that is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like, you know, parents should be with their children to help them to have healthy relationships with food. Right. Um, and I also feel like Stop the World Diet. Like, it's not a diet. It's right. a lifestyle change. Right. But I also think... um A lot of eating habits and the behaviors start in the home. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when there's an issue, then the kid gets the brunt of the blame and stuff. But it's like, you bought the food, you put it on their plate, you put it in their lives. And so what I really want, because yes, childhood obesity is a thing and it's something that should be addressed, Mm -hmm. but I want it to be addressed with the parents. right? And with, frankly, unfortunately... It comes down to money. Yeah. And what happens when you don't have money? And so then you have to... So then as a parent, you're doing your best. And so you're giving them hamburger helper because Mm -hmm. you cannot afford Mm -hmm. spinach and fresh fruit and fresh whatever. So it's the sugary fruit cup. Mm -hmm. And it's the canned peaches. And it's the... You know what I mean? So it's also access. It's an access problem. And I think it's relationships with food. Mm -hmm. Like for me... I was, and sometimes still am, I was an emotional eater. Yeah. And I didn't have someone being like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, instead of allowing me to eat the cookies. Yeah. yeah. To be like, can you tell me what's wrong? hmm
1: And yeah, that's why I And learning say... when
0: you're hungry and when you're not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The thing is, is like, I don't know how deep this Weight Watchers app yeah. goes that, but to me, with another way to fight childhood obesity, is to- let kids have healthy relations with food. Food is for nourishment. Right. Yes, enjoy it, but it's for nourishment. Right. And then know that it's balanced. Yeah. It is okay to eat a cookie, but mm. we don't need to eat five in one sitting. Right. We're right, going right. to have balance. Right. So I think I think that's something, and I don't know if the app is teaching that, yeah. but I think that's something that, frankly, should be taught in schools, in your health classes, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be a part of the home. I think when it gets tricky and traumatizing for children is when... When their parents are calling them fat. Fat. When true. their parents are saying, that's enough, you eat too much. <laughs> yeah. When your parent is Or sad. even when your parent no. says, finish
1: everything on your plate, even if you are full. We don't waste food. Right,
0: right. That's another way. Yeah. Or when your brother is skinnier and he can have, this was like on This Is Us. Mm-hmm. They had the sugar cereal and the mother was trying to give her fruit. So then she's a visible difference between the children. Yeah. Make everyone eat fruit. Yeah. Those are the ways I feel like really traumatized children Mm -hmm. and they have these weight issues their whole life because now there's something else involved. It's not just food. Right. And it's it's most often something bigger than It's something more. Yeah. So I I, I still don't... I think (laughs) like a kid eating and then like I just imagine like the kid is like entering what they eat. Well, see, that's what...
1: I don't know if the parent does it. I would hope that it was more so that the parents are using it as a tool to know how to prepare food for their children. I don't think the kid needs to be on the app putting in But points. the That's screenshots was showing... Yeah, okay. Mm. So I think... It needs to be a tool that the parent uses. Because sometimes even the parents don't know what to feed kids. Especially if they got a picky kid, you know? And so I think if a parent uses it as a tool to help them, like, know what portions are... And know... what the kid
0: doesn't know that technically the kid's on Weight Watchers.
1: I mean, you could tell them. I don't know how... I don't know, because I ain't no parent. So I don't know if you need to tell them or not. I don't know. But I do know that a lot of times when you're overweight, whether or not you have issues with food or not, you probably need to be in therapy anyways as a kid. (laughs) Like, because we had issues. And so it's just like, help them along the path to say, okay... I know this may, you may be feeling a certain type of way about that if they've communicated that with you.
0: But what if they don't? What if a kid if is have- overweight and they don't see nothing wrong with it? So now you're telling your kids something's wrong with no. you? No.
1: no. If they're completely happy with how they are... Do you are, make them go on a diet? No. I'm not necessarily making them go on a diet, but everybody going to be eating healthy snacks. You know what I mean? No, but I'm, I'm saying, and we're not parents, so we don't know, but I'm yeah. saying, if your child was overweight,
0: mm-hmm. and maybe the doctor said something you, like, you know... Right.
1: Then I would make a change for the whole family. I would make a change for the whole family then. It wouldn't be a one kid kind of thing. The whole family, we would start eating fruit more. Or, you know, we would start... You know, I would just change small things about, like, maybe our snacks in the house. So that it's not this big, obvious thing about one person in the house. It's everybody getting healthier. Because oftentimes, if the kid is eating something that's not healthy... The rest of y'all eating it too. So just that it's not showing on y'all that it's unhealthy. The rest of y'all could be just as unhealthy. It just may not show on you the same way that it shows on that one kid. Because we all got different metabolism. So I think it just needs to be a household thing that everybody would change. That's how I would go about it without knowing because I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no family. But, but yeah, we we're but we're everybody. fat, right. so we know
0: right. what it's like. Yeah,
1: I would change it for everybody in the house. Well, here's my thing.
0: You know, when I have children, if my children end up being chunky, mm-hmm. um, they'll never think anything is wrong with being chunky. Right. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's mm-hmm. for one. Mm-hmm.
0: But I do want to try to have just I want my children to have healthy relationships with food. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. Yeah. I just want my kids to have healthy relationships with food and know that food is for nourishment. Mm-hmm. Food um, is meant to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But when there's an issue, there are other ways that can comfort. Yeah. Mommy mm-hmm. is here. Mm-hmm. We have other things that are helpful mm-hmm. when we're feeling down. Because I feel like for me, if they get my fat gene, it's out of emotional eating. Yeah. When I was sad, when I was feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I also think that's kind of like... And this is kind of going on a tangent, but I've read things about, like, certain families, they're choosing not to necessarily celebrate stuff with food. Because a lot of our celebrations or happy moments are commemorated with food or, like, something gluttonous. And so they try to commemorate it instead with an experience because they just feel like that's a healthy habit for the entire family. I feel like stuff like that, just changing small ways like that for the whole family will probably you know, the kid would drop... Because kids lose, can we lose weight faster because they're younger, you know. If they like being outside, you know, it depends on your kid. So, I think it would just be best if it's a family-wide thing. I
0: don't know. I just know if I have a chunky kid, I wouldn't be putting them on Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's probably tough. You're not trying to... Yeah. You're not trying to make your kid feel bad about themselves. hmm But... They are not in a healthy weight, so you're trying to make sure your kid's healthy. Right. Um, probably a tricky place to be in because mm-hmm. you're not trying to scar the kid for life. Right. And make them feel like they're not enough. Right. You want them to be healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I will say for me, in me growing up, and we'll move on, but like, I was not put on a diet. I didn't think anything. I never thought anything was wrong with me. I know I wasn't in a household where like. I can know now as an adult through my therapy of, I know how I use food mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never discussed. Mm-hmm. I was never told I was too big or yeah. something was wrong or I need to go on a diet or I need to exercise exercise more. Yeah. I was always told how smart I was, how beautiful I was. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was a kid, and I know not all
1: fat kids were felt this way in the home but like I ain't it was nothing yeah and see for me it was different it was it was like two parts one everybody in the house was always on a diet whether it was Atkins like it was just everybody well not everybody in the house was doing it it was more like my parents were doing it and so it was like right, I'll do it with y'all so it was like dieting was already in my head as, like, yeah. something to do to lose weight. Yeah. And then, like, the second part of it is, like, you know how, like, kids, they would get money for, like, getting good grades. I would get money, but you lose two, 10 pounds, you get $100. dollars mm. It would be, so it's, like, all of those kinds of things were instilled where it's, like, I learned that, yeah, I'm smart, I get A's, that's easy. But the harder part for me was losing weight, and I would get rewarded for losing weight. I never got that $100, but... <laughs> But it, it, that's just... <laughs> that was a part of growing don't up mean for to me. Laugh, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, even with snacks, like... And this is to this day. We'll get cookies, and that ish will be gone in a day or two. So, also, it's just, like... That binge snacking ish, it was just... It wasn't necessarily something that I was told to do, but when you see it, It you was pick just up a part habits. of your environment. Yeah. You saw it. You did it. Yep. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> we went off on a long tangent. All right. So, TV... I'm not doing a Bravo moment this weekend. It's just more
0: of the same. They're about to go on vacation. Like I said before, I'm looking for some like, new vacation drama. Mm-hmm. But the whole Michael, is old. I don't care no more. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm skipping out on uh on a Bravo moment. I will say, Married to Madison, September 8th. We got a new date. Mm-hmm. So, as Potomac is on his way out, Married to Medicine" will be getting my Bravo moment updates. Okay. I saw the previews. I'm excited. Okay,
1: gotcha. All right, married at first sight. So this week was the recommit or quit. Um, So I'm going to start with the basketball couple. This man did it again. He did not come home and didn't say where he was for two nights in a row. And from one of the nights that he stayed at two his- Two nights? Two nights. She's still with him. Girl. So, okay. So for one, yes, she's they recommitted, but- for one of the nights that he stayed at his friend's house, his friend wasn't even home. So he stayed at his friend's house, and his friend wasn't even there. With his side chick. I'm, so, I'm done with Okay, this. so... You ain't
0: staying at your <laughs> friend's apartment, and your friend is not there when you have a home. Right. You are there mm-hmm. with a huzzy, You're cheating scumbag.
1: So one of the experts asked him that. He was like, is there another person? And he was all like, I'm kind of offended that that was even a question. But, well, I'm offended that I got an accent. Are oh, right. you cheating, brother? Right, and he was like, "But you are leaving home and not coming back. What do you expect people to think? Like, what is happening?" And it's like, and he, the wife commented, like, "When the cameras are there, everything is great. When them cameras leave, is when he be gone off doing his own thing." And she's like, "It's almost like they're just dating, which would be cool if you signed up to just date, but you're married, so it's like." being gone for two days and not coming back it's a little too much so of course like she was kind of crying again but she was just like he agreed to not do that anymore but she does not believe that that's what's going to happen she at this point does not think that they will stay together at the end of the process but she's giving him a chance to actually make a change she's like i don't want to hear about you saying that you're going to make a change no more i actually want to see it so she doesn't think they're going to stay together but She's gonna just you know continue through the process because they're one month in now, so they're about halfway. Um, she's being smart. So yeah, but she's being smart. Yeah, I don't. that don't make no sense. <clears throat> and you must think
0: you really smart and we really dumb and we're not. <laughs>
1: <coughs> yeah. So no. Yeah. He's tripping. So he's cheating. Potentially. Um.
0: For sure. <laughs> Next couple.
1: Um. Uh. The. Next couple is the one that was single for ten years. They're doing great, you know. Of course, recommit. They know they're gonna stay together. Like I said, this is my favorite couple. I have like all the faith in them. Like they are um, continuing to work towards, you know, growing. She's taking down her walls, and she knows that she has walls that she still needs to take down. But she is actively working on it. He's taking them down too. It, facts. Um, <laughs> but they're really working through it, and so I'm, I like, I'm really happy for them. Um, The other black couple with the virgin, um, they pretty much talked about how she's upset about this whole him saying that her virginity is an obstacle thing and how like they, you know, they give them assignments. So like one of the assignments was with the dice and it was like, kiss my arm or do this. And she was like, no, I'm not comfortable. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like she was not. And so he got a little frustrated. He's like, well, why are we even doing the assignment then? She's like, you right. Let's go to sleep. And they went to sleep. And so he's just like, I'm getting frustrated because we're not even trying to do the assignments. And the uh, none of the things on the dice said to, like, have sex or, like, do nothing too much. But she was just, like, saying no to, like, so many She's things. She's childish. That it was too doing too much. So, She's childish. And the thing is, is you a knob. You don't want to kiss somebody's
0: arm, but you a knob. Girl, girl up. <laughs> That's so dumb.
1: So after the little recommit thing, she got edible paint. And they basically redid the assignment and used edible paint and they was getting into it. So she was like, she realizes that she got to... That she being childish. That she has to ease up and, you know, stop being so... I don't know what the word is, but like, stop being so dead on stiff. Like, <laughs> you sleep and cuddle with this man every night, but you won't let him kiss your neck in the activity. Like, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, they was getting all hot and bothered in their little edible paint activity. So, I'm like, good. We can finally, you know, get over this little hump and... But she's done other sexual things, correct? Yes. I
0: I think that is, for the record, that is why I'm calling her childish. So, we're clear? Yeah. Because I don't understand. Mm-hmm. If you're not comfortable with him in that way, then just say that. But yeah. don't act like you don't do stuff. And I feel like that's what's irritating. And I think that's
1: what's bothering him, too. All you have to
0: say is, I'm just not at that point with you yet. I really like you, mm-hmm. but I'm not there yet. But right. to act like you do nothing when you have. Because
1: that's what his point is. He's like, I understand. He's like, I'm not trying to, like, jump into He ain't say, saying he he's about to he's stick like... it in you. <laughs> But he's like, let's work up to where the comfort, like the level that you have gone to. Let's at least work to that You point. kiss. You, you, you
0: tonguing someone down. <laughs> right. I'm just like, stop. I think yeah. that's why I've called her a I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. If you're just not comfortable with him yet, you just say you're not comfortable with him yet. Right. But don't make it
1: seem like you literally do nothing. And that is a big problem that he says that's an obstacle. And it's a It's a, bi- a legit obstacle. Though. You won't even touch his arm. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they're working through it. Um, last couple is the daddy's girl, which, if y'all recall, last episode he left with his cat to go back to his house. He did not come back until the recommit or quit meeting with all of the experts. They decided to recommit, um, and they decided, and she was just being honest about how she feels when he says certain things to her. Um, I still don't think they're gonna make it. I think they know they're not gonna make it, but I think they're just trying to stick it out through this process. But they have both decided to actually, when they get advice from the experts, actually implement it. Don't revert, because I feel like they implement it for 30 seconds, and then they revert right away, and they end up back in a fight. Um, And so I think they just really, really, really have to work on their communication um, and figure all that out so they're not throwing other things into it, because that's what they always do. So I don't think they're going to stay together, but they have recommitted to try to work through it. I just, honestly, I would have rather them say they didn't want <laughs> to continue because I'm just like, y'all going to argue again. Somebody going to leave again. Like, I'm. that's what I'm expecting to happen. So, we'll see. But I just don't see them ending up continuing on. So, that was Married at First Sight. So, our question of the week. We only have one answer. So, sometimes questions hit,
0: and this one did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Why you ain't like this question? And yeah, it didn't hit. It didn't like. I don't know. Can someone just say why they like it? Mm. Um, Even know right. typical
1: people, I, I'm just like okay, I know. I
0: okay. Know. This one ain't hit.
1: <laughs> if you could know um, three stats about any person you looked at, what three stats would you want it to show? Um, Ryan still answered, and he said income, credit score, and IQ. <laughs> <laughs> So, what, what's your answer?
0: I like his. Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. Instead of IQ, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily need IQ, although mm-hmm. that is important, mm-hmm. but not in a literal sense. Because, mm-hmm. like, you tell me you have a high IQ wouldn't necessarily make me feel like we're compatible right. either. Right. So. I don't really need to know that. See, I
1: think I would be, like, a hot Your EQ. I need to know. I would rather... Yeah. I need to know your EQ. I would rather
0: that, yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't necessarily need to know your income. I just... I would more want to know, like, is this person financially stable? Mm-hmm. And like, and then it's, like, it's three stats. Like, those are three things I want to see with a potential mate.
1: <laughs> right. Um, I don't care about don't it for the rest of you I don't care y'all.
0: about for the rest of y'all. And <laughs> if it's like, three standard things, you know. Um... I feel like I would have three sets of questions for different people. Mm, okay, tell them more. Okay, so, like, <laughs> a, a mate would be, like, EQ. Is they financially stable? Mm-hmm. Like, can they take care of themselves? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to know their credit score. You could work on that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, I would want to know, like... I don't know. Well, this... So, one person texted me, like, what is a stat? Um, Because, one, they were going to say um do they love me which i because you know sometimes when you think of stat you think of a number which is what i think ryan thought of which Mm -hmm. that was my initial instinct as well but when they said that i was like because they were like that's still data that's still a stat which is true so yeah yeah so
0: maybe it was too complicated i think i think that may have
1: threw people off um, I think maybe we should have said... Maybe three qualities facts or qualities, facts. Yeah. Three facts you want to know about the person. Yeah, I think that's that might have been part of what Alright, so my first thing is like, if
0: it was a mate, it would be like, are they fin- financially stable?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what's their EQ? Um, and the third thing would be like, do they love the Lord? You know, mm-hmm. just quick... Okay. <laughs> if It's a Caucasian person. <laughs> are they racist? Facts.
1: <laughs> that was one of mine. Because <laughs> I didn't break it down by... Anything, but I don't my, know. I, I just feel one like of I might mine was be like Per-person. level of racism, and
0: I would say like, are they racist? If so, how much? That's why I just say level um, racism. Because <laughs> one mine was level EQ. of bigotry, level of bias.
1: Hey, I just want to know what I'm <laughs> like. Let's with. just cover it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Level of hyper masculinity, like for men, that's
0: a one <laughs> yeah. level. Of, seriously, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I feel like I would have stats for each type of... Because like, I feel like it depends on how I feel you'll be in my life. Mm -hmm. And that would depend on what I would want to know about you. That's a
1: quick fact. So I don't know. This question probably was too complicated
0: because I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, so I chose level of racism, EQ, and level of spirituality. Those are the three. I feel like I wouldn't mind knowing them about anyone. anyone. Yeah, I feel like if they were general enough that I would definitely want to know them about somebody I was potentially dating but even somebody I'm interacting with just, you know, interested enough because, you know, you'd be cool with somebody and then you realize they voted for Trump and you'd be like, ooh, so it's just Republican, <laughs> I'm just playing so, I'm just playing just, you know, it's okay because, I mean, you people know. that voted for Trump still make the argument that they're not racist so that's why I picked Love of Racism uh. <laughs> But they not choosing these stats like this is just based on what's in them (laughs) because I really want to know what's in you. But you know what? For people who voted for Trump,
0: I'm like, do you believe in Trump ideas or you believe in the Republican Party? Because those are two different parties. I questions. think a lot
1: of them just believed in a Republican the Republican Party. And that's the problem of parties. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's the problem of that's parties. That's why I don't
1: believe in bipartisan And that's why I choice.
0: am not in either or. Yeah. I'm independent. Yeah. But that is why. Because people have party loyalty mm-hmm. versus what's actually good and right for the country. Yeah. And that was my irritation with Republicans and Democrats. Because a lot
1: of Republicans, especially white Republicans, voted for him even though they didn't agree it's with like him, why, why? he's Republican, they and do. that's
0: the problem with Democrats and
1: Republicans. Yeah, agree. We got to get
0: past his party loyalty, yeah. and get down to what's the best that helps the most people, mm-hmm. and that's most economically makes sense. Yep. that's how we need to be basing our decisions. I agree. And that's my political moment. Mm-hmm. Bomb, bomb, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> All
1: right, so our topic for today is basically going to be about the things. <laughs> in adulting that we know existed when we were little like you knew, know how when you were little you just couldn't wait to grow up we had you know i thought i was gonna have kids a man and a house by now uh, i thought i was gonna have so much more money like whoo like i don't know what childhood sydney had in her head so we just gonna talk about the reality of being an adult and why sometimes being an adult can be perceived as boring um so we do have an article it's called five reasons I now understand why grown-ups are boring and ornery. So, number one, everyone wants all of your money. Whether it's bills, your 401k, uh, savings, Mm -hmm. vacation, everything costs money and it all got to go somewhere. And vacation is usually the last thing on the list. (laughs) <laughs> and so that's one thing about adulting it's like you don't even realize how much everything costs and you had to pay for so much crap and, and like...
0: it's even more expensive these days yeah our uh, wages are growing at the same rate as stuff is yeah so it's like a deficit yeah and um you know when you're younger you think about the freedoms mm-hmm. but you don't think about what it costs to be free right <laughs> I'm speaking a word. <laughs> and with that being said, you don't think about everything that has to be paid for, especially mm-hmm. if you're trying to be responsible. Right. Because you could be irresponsible and just live. You can YOLO it until the end. Mm-hmm. Or you could be more like us. We're like, that's not us. Yeah. There's only so much YOLO in us. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. I mean, literally three days ago, I was at work crying and yelling to my mother about I'm tired of not having no money. Yeah. And when I say not having no money, <laughs> I have money, obviously. Yeah, but... it's but more of, like, the... having to strategize about everything... Not being be able to just go swipe. Pretty exhausting sometimes. Yeah. You just want to do what you want to do. Yeah. And it's like, that is just not how the world works unless you got millions and millions
1: of dollars. right? Because the thing is, even if you, like, budget like disposable income for you to spend there's still a limit you know and it's like there still will be times where you spent all of your allowance air quotes for the week and you like dang i can't go out to eat again it's (laughs) just more of
0: like you can't do it all period yeah you can't put in you can't depending on your salary so if y'all in a space where you can do it all blessings to you i hope to be there one day right but for me, and I don't, and I do make a decent salary. Am I going to sit up here and act like I'm paid pennies? Mm-hmm. Technically, I am not. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you how much I make. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. But the point is, I do live comfortably, and even then, I can't do everything I want to do. Mm-hmm. Not when I'm trying to uh, pay off the debts, uh, have mm-hmm. a 401k, mm-hmm. have money in savings for emergencies and for other things.
1: Right. And it just sucks to feel like you're always being driven by money. Like, whether or not it's driven to not spend or you making moves based on getting more money. Like, it just sucks to always feel like you have to. But in ways, it's like... It feels like that's what drives a lot of stuff. Which, I mean, we live in a capitalistic society, so... It does. And I feel
0: like...
1: I feel like between that and people...
0: And frankly, people of us all always aspiring for something else, Mm -hmm. I think also contributes to that. Yeah. I mean, for myself, I've said this before. Sometimes I wish I was like a simple gal, like where I didn't desire to have certain things. Mm -hmm. I was more low key. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm not. So like, I can enjoy the simple things, but like, I want the other stuff too. (laughs) Right. And sometimes I wish I was more like simplistic where I didn't, I didn't... And here, I'm also a person who, like, I don't like cheap stuff, y'all. Let me tell you something. I try. I try really hard. I go to the store. I go right to the sales rack. You feel me? I don't never like anything that's on sale. I try so hard. I even be talking like, oh, this not bad. This this, this not... Okay, I could wear... It. No, I don't like it. You know what I do like? The top that's $56. That's Bruh, not on sale. Why do shirts be so expensive? I don't $56 understand. for a top... And no, I don't buy it, but I'm mad because I don't like none of the tops that's 19.99. I don't like the shirts that's 12.99. I like the 56.99 shirt that's not on sale, and the coupons don't work for it. That's the stuff I like. And that's literally my whole life. I right. desire so bad to want the things that are on sale. Even in my house stuff. I don't want the chair that's $79. I want the one that's $150. And I stare at that $79 chair like, come on, dude, you can make this break. You get a, you get a little pillow. <laughs> You get a throw. I tell you, I be trying. I'm like, ooh, come on, like that seventy nine. It don't happen. It doesn't happen. <laughs> but like, it is tough, and you don't want to be driven by money. Yeah. But everything costs. Yep. And I think it's tough to not make your decisions based off of money because. Yeah. A lot of decisions, finances are involved. Where you vacation, mm-hmm. where you even grocery shop. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's about money, unfortunately. And that doesn't mean you can't... And even as I talk about this, I'm very blessed and grateful to have what I do have. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I am able to take care of myself. And that's yeah. a blessing. So I want to be clear with the fact that I am very blessed. And yeah. I thank God every day. Mm-hmm. But sacrifices are made constantly mm-hmm. and sometimes that's exhausting and i gotta be honest with you i'm only 27 and i do pray to live a long life i now see why some adults are miserable <laughs> you know when you were younger you just didn't like why is she so mad yeah i get it <laughs> i get why she's mad i get it <laughs> and she
1: got kids and a husband <laughs>
0: Big mad. I would be too. <laughs> yeah. I'm single. I'm only responsible for myself, and I'm mad. Right. I got two kids and a husband. Big mad. <laughs> I'm blessed, but still mad. Right. Mad as hell.
1: Yeah. And like even in those moments where you do YOLO, I feel like right after it, you like you dang good. it, this could have been a loan payment like curl fest. <laughs> And we went the cheap right with Girlfriend. Cindy and I
0: are going to GirlFest. We literally <laughs> I never strategized so much for a trip. Oh my God. I have never strategized so much to take a trip. And as soon as we booked it, I'm like, man, I could have went for my credit card. Maybe I shouldn't even strategize so hard to figure out we are gonna be there though.
1: Right. It's lit. <laughs> Isn't it, y'all? <laughs> like, I feel like there's always a like this balance of planning for the future while trying to enjoy the moment. And that's a hard balance. By God it is. But you know what? Cause my mind says
0: this all the time, like Yes, you, you, you're responsible and you, you keep your future in mind, but at the end of the day it does not go when you go. Yeah. And you do have to live and living your life every day, going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home and feeling like you can't experience anything, it, jokes aside, yeah. that is sucky. Yeah. And if you work hard, which I know a lot of us do, a lot of our listeners do, you do have to enjoy yourself. So sometimes I do YOLO, mm-hmm. and sometimes I be like, man, I shouldn't have. And sometimes I don't give a damn. Sometimes I'm <laughs> like, what's good? I enjoyed that. Yeah. And I don't feel no type of way because you know what? bills ain't going away. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, now, I'm not right. saying be completely be behind, but Y'all yeah, won't be behind, but, I but gotta it's be like, <laughs> sure don't.
1: Long gonna be that baby. What up? That's what's cause. Like, whatever. As y'all know, I'm trying to pay off these student loans. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll be like, you know what? No, I'm keeping my little extra payment this month. I want it. i like, that. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, you right.
0: You sitting that minimum. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Because right. I want to go to Cinebistro and I want to enjoy myself <laughs> because I deserve. <laughs> and sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, I will say this: <laughs> I refuse to feel miserable. And even when I have my moments of feeling financially stressed. It's a moment I don't let it stew in me. Mm-hmm. But finances stress people out. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I'm. And once again, think about people who. Make less. Yeah. Who don't have the benefits. Who mm-hmm. don't. I mean, I cannot imagine um, the stress that people are under. So it's like, adulthood, low-key, is pretty sad. <laughs> I mean, as you get older, people around you that you love get older. Mm-hmm. you having conversations you don't want to have, like, here's where my will is. Yeah. I mean, as you get older, there's perks to it, of course. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that, like... Maybe as a teen, someone could have talked to me about it. <laughs> right. So I could at least felt like I knew that that was a part of the full
1: spectrum of being an adult. Yeah, I said that to somebody this week, and I actually said it to somebody that's a teacher. And his rebuttal was that even if somebody would have told us all of this stuff as a teen, a lot of people wouldn't have been receptive to it. Now, we may have been... I and- would have, because I was
0: <laughs> when I was younger. I mean, I'll say this. I have never, for myself, mm-hmm. I've never been, like, the type of kid, or even now as an adult, where someone older would tell me something, I'm like, whatever, no way. Mm-hmm. I listen. Mm-hmm. And when I was young, and my mother started giving me finance advice, like, we're gonna open up your bank account, I'm gonna get you a credit card. I listened to everything, which yeah. is why I had a great credit score early. Yeah. I had money in my bank. So, like, I feel like, and I do feel like my mother did a decent job of somewhat warning me. Yeah. But I will say when I was younger, my mom would always tell me, because sometimes I would get worried. She was like, do not worry about anything right now.
1: Because she's like... We both, I think, had points in undergrad. We we was looking at our loans and just started crying. I just felt... (laughs) And my mother was like, this is not the time to feel worried. Yeah. She used to tell
0: me like, and something that I know I will tell my children, you are a child and a teenage... You're an adult way longer than... Ideally, you're a child and a teenager. Yeah. So enjoy the heck out of being a child. Yeah. Do not rush Mm -hmm. the responsibility if you do not have to have it. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on it, I'm glad because, like, honestly, I had a great child and a great teenage, great teenage years. I didn't rush it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And she's right. I wanna live a long life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm an adult for majority of your life. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the time where you don't have to be responsible. Yeah. Cause now you're in a space where you have to be responsible. I'm like, damn, I'm twenty seven. I'll be working until I'm seventy five. Probably not because we have goals and that's not how it's gonna happen. Right. But ideally Even if we are
1: working when we're seventy five, it's gonna be It'd be the way we, we wanna it. work. It's gonna be right. like Oprah and Gayle doing the OG chronicle. Yeah, like... we'll
0: be doing what we wanna do. <laughs> right. But the point is It can be very overwhelming, and it can make you feel like, is this life?
1: Right, yeah.
0: You work until you die.
1: (laughs) And for a lot of people, it might be. All right, next on their list was the DMV. Just a side note, I had to just show her something.
0: (laughs) And so, you know, get a sip of water. (laughs) Eat a snack, go to the pause and go to the bathroom, or let it play if you pee really fast. But I just had. I can't stand Huh? I can't?
1: Huh? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. I just had to show her something. All right. Another two on their list, which I think maybe this was personal for them because I have not had this experience, but they said the DMV. Everyone inside of it just reeks of misery. And they all hope they all look like they may drop dead of a heart attack um, as they wait to move up one spot closer in line. Well,
0: I will say at the DMV, (laughs) ain't nobody in a good mood. And I don't know if they're miserable, but people ain't in a good mood at DMV. It's always packed. Now, granted, I come prepared. I have my book. Right. I already know I'll probably have to sit there for longer than I want, mm-hmm. so I mentally come prepared. Mm-hmm. But I've seen a couple squoggles at the DMV. I've, I've seen, never had to
1: wait more than fifteen minutes, so that's why I say I ain't had this experience.
0: I when I had to get, you know, Maryland just got new IDs. Yeah. When I had to get my new ID, it took maybe twenty five minutes. Okay. However. That's quick. Just a tip for people who live in Maryland, make an
1: appointment. That's what I did. Yeah, that's why I went my lunch And I it goes a lot faster. I want my lunch break. Stop
0: just popping up early. Don't right. do that. Right. Because you just going to be wait. Yeah. Because one lady was like, um, you're butting the line. I said, ma'am, I'm in the appointment line. Boop, boop. <laughs> Mind your business. Right. So I will say, there's ways to not look like them. And that's yeah. to make an appointment.
1: That's exactly right. Because ain't idea. nobody in that
0: appointment line. Right. And you still may have to wait, but it's not as long.
1: Yeah, well, I got in my appointment line. It was one person in front of me. And like I said, I was there maybe 15 minutes. And then went, I still went and got food during my lunch break. Like, it was real quick. So,
0: but I will say, you know, people who don't make appointments, they do look sad.
1: Yeah,
0: They do look <laughs> in sad. And all them
1: chairs. I'll be like, how long have you And them chairs been? be full. Yes. They just be
0: sitting there. mm mm-hmm. um, Make an appointment. So yes. we can cure that. Yes. Make an appointment.
1: Yes. Um, then, number three was politics and the media. They said, whatever your political ideology, you're being lied to by everyone. (laughs) Um, Um,
0: accurate. (laughs) Pretty accurate. I mean, people who allow for party, that's fine, and I don't judge anyone for that. Mm -hmm. I do think it would be... I don't know. I think it would be weird to believe everything they say. Yeah. I know most people who align for parties still know that there's a chance of some. It's some other. Some fabrication, yeah, some, you know. Some other goals. We watch scandal. <laughs> you know? I know some crazy stuff going on, okay? So don't even. I watch scandal, okay? <laughs> I won't be fooled. Um, so, yeah, that's accurate.
1: Um, number four is traffic tickets. Um, when you're a child, cops and robbers is the just the best game ever. Mm, I never played. Them. I never played cops and
0: robbers. <laughs> um, so.
1: um, but, but they say, but then when you grow up, you start to feel like the cop is the big mean bully waiting around the corner to steal your lunch money, um, because you didn't stop five seconds at the light. So I mean, I've only gotten one ticket. Ooh, I've gotten at least ten. And. <laughs>
0: And you that's in fr- a
1: combination of the cameras and being pulled
0: over. I've only gotten one ticket. Um, I could have gotten a second one. He pulled, this is in college, he pulled two cars over. Mm-hmm. And I guess the first car was giving so much trouble, so I had to wait mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer before he even got to me. Mm-hmm. And basically said, I appreciate you for not just driving off and being patient. And I had on my Dell State hoodie. He was like, you probably were rushing off to class. Mm-hmm. I was like, Yup. <laughs> and he was like thank you I appreciate it um you know just be safe be careful I'm gonna just let you go and I said thank you and that was
1: it mm-hmm. so technically
0: that was a potential one mm-hmm. but
1: I had an experience like that one time where I was like thank you sir I think I had borrowed my mom's car or something this was in high school and the battery died so I had to like get a friend and get a friend to get a jump from their car blah blah basically cuz this is when I think I still had my provisional so I was out past midnight and that I was row. right and I was speeding home And so, he pulled me over, and he was like, why are you going so fast through that light, blah, blah. And honestly, at that point, I was just frustrated, and I just started crying. I said, the battery died. I got my mom's car. I was supposed to be home an hour ago. Like, I was visibly upset. I And, like, he even put the little flashlight in the backseat because I had thrown the jumper cables in the backseat because I was just really trying to hurry up and get home. And he was like, okay, well, just, you know, be safe. And he just gave me a warning and let me go because I was legit, like... I'm just trying to get home. I already know I'm out later than I'm supposed I'm to be. I'm past my curfew, right? sir. I'm past my curfew by the law and by my parents. I'm more worried about my parents than the law. What was she doing? <laughs> I wasn't even doing nothing. You Ooh, know David she... used to dance outside the car. I was playing music. Oh, please, please shut
0: up. Please shut up. I was with, just, up. just playing oh. music, though. Her, 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 her high school boyfriend, back in our times in Baltimore. You used to play music. You used to play these club mixes. And people would
1: dance outside the And
0: you were like really hot stuff. And she had a boyfriend who was a dancing machine, honey. And
1: with my car at the time, you can just keep it on start and let the music play and it wouldn't do nothing to the battery. With my mom's car, you couldn't do that. And I ain't know, but I found out the hard way. So I wasn't even doing nothing like bad or crazy. I was literally just in the car playing music. She had a dancing machine of a boyfriend. (laughs) That I did not
0: like, if you were wondering. <laughs> um, the first of many. Okay, not many like that, but you know what I'm saying.
1: No, I'm saying, no, I was laughing because you don't be nothing like him. That's like why I was laughing.
0: <laughs> I don't like no one. Don't, <laughs> Um The day I do is the day he's the one, whether she likes it or not. Oh, Lord. He's the one. And I'll be like, I don't know. He's the one. I like him.
1: He's the one. <laughs> Alright, um, so last, um, on their list is the crushing realization that your parents are actually normal, flawed humans and not superheroes. Um, and then they just go on to say, like, as a kid, you felt like your parent could do anything and took care of everything, and then as you grow up, you realize, like, all the things that they actually did have to do to provide for you, and that, yeah, they're not perfect. They was figuring it out as they were raising us and so just learning all of that as we get older is part of adulting. I
0: agree, but I think for me learning more of the background just made me have more of an appreciation appreciation and respect. Absolutely. Um, um I never I don't feel like I idolized the where I felt like they could do no wrong, but I also feel like I had a very open relationship. Mm-hmm. So like we talked. Yeah. Um, and that's even with, like, all my family. We're just a very open family. Like, we just talk. So I was very... I'm very lucky to have, you know, parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents who would just speak to us and Mm -hmm. would be up front. But I feel like anything I've learned as I've gotten older about uh, any financial hardships or tough times or just them sacrificing things for me, yeah, it just made me have more
1: respect and, you know, admiration for them. Yeah, and, like, for me, I think it... It made me give them more grace, I guess. Because, like, you can be upset about, like, maybe certain things when you were younger. And then when you get older, you realize, like, okay, they was dealing with this. And so, yeah, it may have reflected in a way that may not have been positive. But also just, like, putting yourself in their shoes and understanding, like, okay. Like, they was going through it, too. So Mm -hmm. give them some grace because you might go through it later. Like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you might have some of those similar Mm -hmm. experiences. So I definitely agree. With that, anything else that you think wasn't on this list that explains why adults may seem boring and miserable? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be completely honest,
0: I really think it comes down to I think because I felt like this is a kind of a long way to say this, but as an adult, I feel like time goes by faster. I'm like, yeah, God, I feel I like that it goes age. by faster, but I think it's because. It's such a routine mm-hmm. to one maintain your finances and to maintain where you are. You go to work, you go home. Cause like even I'll see people who are like, man, the summers whenever the summers. This summer I just worked. Da, da, da. That's all our summers from now on. <laughs> the times where we were out gallivanting during the summer, <laughs> it won't be that way yeah. anymore. Unless like,
1: you a teacher.
0: Unless, but still, then like you still a lot of teachers I know got another job fact. during the summer just fact. to stack more money. Yeah. So I think sometimes this thought of like, I think there needs to be a level of acceptance. Yeah. Of the fact that like, life as an adult is different. And we it doesn't don't have, have to we don't, <laughs> and you don't necessarily have breaks unfortunately, right, but also it's tough, but it doesn't have to be miserable, right yeah. for me, that's how I feel, yeah, I definitely have moments where I feel overwhelmed and stressed, but I refuse to be a miserable, boring adult, yeah, that's what my take from it. I've yeah. seen it, mm-hmm. and I'm in the start of mine, and I don't want that to be my story, yeah. And so, there are times that, yes, we will have to make sacrifices, and I will have to make uncomfortable decisions, and that will happen for me, but one thing is, I am going to find the joy in everything I can do, yeah. and when I can YOLO, I'm a YOLO hard, mm-hmm. and when I have to save, I'm a YOLO in my house. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me... As an adult, and now I get it, you have more empathy, you allow more grace for others, because it's like, it's tough, Mm -hmm. but I don't want that to wear on me in the same way I've seen it wear on other adults. Facts. I don't want to be miserable.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was actually this clip um, from Gabrielle Union, and it was like what she would tell herself as a teenager. Um, And it was basically like, set boundaries and tell people no, because she's like, being even as, a like, being a yes man or, like, trying to do everything for everyone, it ages you so much faster. <laughs> Where she's like, set healthy boundaries and tell people, no, when you want to say no, that's how you, you know, look young forever because what's on the inside reflects on the outside. Um And so I do think that's part of not being a miserable adult and enjoying the moments and taking a vacation, if you can, at least once a year. Even a staycation, like, just doing something that... you can one look forward to because I do be looking forward to them long weekends or whatever Mm -hmm. but also something that makes you feel good even something that you can be proud of like challenge yourself do those things outside of work so that or get a hobby something so that it is not such a all I do is go to work go home go to work go home because that can get to be such a boring life like especially like i get up at five work for myself go to work go to the gym then go home that's my routine monday through thursday so on the weekends yes i just want to lay in the bed till noon some days and yes i do it because on the week i don't have the time to do that and that's the life i've chosen for myself but that's also why on the weekends it's like yeah i might want and get drunk or something like i want to do those things because I don't have time to do that during the week and I don't have time to binge watch a show during the week. So yes, on the weekends is when I do it. Like that's just how you a, have to make yourself happy. I agree. And I feel like
0: adulthood is challenging. Yeah. And I definitely think we've all had breakdowns of just like, "Yo, is this this is life? This right. is." But I feel like you should experience it being mindful doesn't mean you shut those feelings off so when you have those moments allow yourself to have that moment mm-hmm. so it will pass Yes, yeah don't hold don't on live to it in that moment let if you feeling tight right now let yourself be upset in that moment so it can get out and you can move on so that you can enjoy things mm-hmm. like i said three days ago i was crying i'm fine now yeah but i let myself just have that moment where i just felt like it's too much. Yeah. And I'm sure I'll have those moments again, but they don't define your life as an adult. Yeah. Like I ain't saying it's gonna get easier, but You gotta enjoy I feel like you, you, you try to make your best way to cope <sighs> and to manage. Yeah. I don't wanna live my life feeling so much pressure all the time. And I don't and wanna... I know people who do and you yeah. can see it. You can see it in their face, their bags. You can mm-hmm. just see it. And I don't wanna live that way. And, and even I don't... I'm sorry. And even as my future, you know, I want kids and stuff one day, and I will still take care of myself. I just don't want to lose myself in the definition and the responsibility of adulthood. I will not do that.
1: Yeah. I was listening to this podcast, and it was a couple. They have two kids. And, like, they've set it up so that, like, they each have one day a week to themselves, basically. So, like, Thursday is... I think the husband's day so it's like he can go out after work drink you know do whatever don't worry about having to come home do you and then like Saturday is her day and so he takes the kids whatever and she goes out does whatever she wants all day so then it's like you do get that kind of break from I guess responsibility um, at least once a week especially when you have kids I think it's, like, just important to build those things in regularly. And I think it's kind of cool that they've been able to build it in that regularly, like, once a week for each of them. Because everybody can't, you know, mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I just I just think it's important to also not, like, let a whole year go by and be like, dang, I didn't enjoy nothing about this year. Make sure you enjoy something. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be small, like, having the pool in the backyard <laughs> and drinking while, while laying Gee, in the pool. Just shut up. Enjoyed that. I want to do that one more time for some uh, Or twice. Shoot. But... That pool is in my basement.
0: <laughs> you want to drag it back outside? Yes. At least once. Fine. <laughs> we here and drag. That thing is in a big old trash bag. I couldn't even get it back in a box. <sighs> I bought a kiddie pool for Sydney and I just so we so people are clear. <laughs> so that we can sit in mm-hmm. and drink wine and listen to music. It's the little things. It yes. cost me Forty-seven dollars on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It was a nice size pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the little things. Yeah, and, and I enjoyed things, it thoroughly. Like, <laughs> cause we all trying to live our best lives mm-hmm. and not spend money. Mm-hmm. Hit up Groupon. Mm-hmm. You know, they be having the trips. Yes. Cause, cause we still need to experience life. Yeah. And we still need to experience the world. Experience. Just joy Mm -hmm. and not always the stresses of life yeah and so you know you do what you can Mm -hmm. i I think that's all anyone should do is do your best and we're not going to be miserable boring adults you're right even though lately i have been a little boring (laughs) because i don't be doing nothing but i've been tired right past few weeks have been very tired mm-hmm. so technically I'm not boring I'm doing what I want right yeah that's all <laughs> and I plan on being boring for the rest of the month <laughs> well we got less September. than two weeks
1: left
0: so <laughs> I plan on being boring and here's the thing cause everyone don't have PTO so you have to de- determine how you want to use it yeah but um the end of this month I'm taking a few days off am I going away no right but I have it, and I'm deciding to take a few days for myself. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. You don't always need to have a reason to take off. Take a mental health day, mm-hmm. and guess what? Mental health days technically is a sick
1: day. Yeah. So if you got sick leave, mm-hmm. take a day. And often I think sprinkling in those um, mental health days may be better than like waiting all year to go on a week long vacation. I agree. Because
0: I agree. You need if those you in if you have. The flexibility with your job to do so. Yeah. I think quarterly, minimum. Take at least one day, a random day. Yeah. Where you don't have nothing to do. I don't mean take a day off and go get an oil change. Right. And go to your doctor's appointment. I mean, take a day off, sleep in, Mm -hmm. wake up, eat what you want, do what you want, and rest. Yeah. I do that every now and then when I just need it, and I love it. Mm -hmm. My phone is on silent. And I'm literally doing what I want, right. and that could be reading, that could be sleeping, that could be watching TV, it could be eating cereal. Mm-hmm. I'm minding my business, <laughs> and I think sometimes you need a break, yeah. and I don't think you should feel bad about it, especially parents. I'm not a parent, right? But I know that there's this, you know, there's guilt, yeah, um, and I don't think you should feel guilty. Right. I think. Being a good parent also means taking care of yourself. Absolutely. And calling your mom and say, can you wash your grandchild so <laughs> you have an evening or afternoon? I don't think you should feel bad about that. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. So, guys, if you have any other reasons why, you know, you felt like adulting is a little bit more boring than you thought it was when you were younger, let us know. Or let us know if you have any thoughts about our reasoning. Um, and as always, you know, pay attention to our Instagram throughout the week for the content that we share. Check out the website, of course. Go read some old blogs. Email us if you have any topic suggestions or question suggestions, since y'all don't be wanting to answer questions. <laughs> um, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.